five loading one and two and effects two. Stepping out now, we're live at 60. Broussard trying to stagger free. Meanwhile, it's played along to him. Centering pass flagged down by Green. Played into traffic, though. Starting back up with a mouse. Martinez in a three on two. Clifford gave it across. It's held in a shot. It's a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the debut of the Scoop Talk Show right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network. I am your host, Sean Harris. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is Wednesday. It's 3 p.m., y'all, on the East Coast, 2 Central, 1 Mountain, 12 Pacific, and whatever time in the parts of the world that you are in, you're listening to the debut of the show right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network. First of all, I would like to thank John, Frankie, Steve, all the guys over at 215 Live who are responsible for the Scoop Talk Show coming over here to this network. It's a pleasure working with these guys, and we'll continue to work together. I'm so thankful and grateful for those brothers. I would like to thank my supportive sponsors, Western Michigan University. Thank you for your support. Residents in Kalamazoo, Marriott, thank you for your support as well. OMG Suites. Thank you for your support as well. And also, we have a new sponsor on board, Stay Glassy. Stay Glassy Smoke Shop is located right near Western Michigan University's campus. They have great wide varieties of hookahs, vapes, everything you need, CBDs, at a very, very great price. Welcome aboard Stay Glassy Smoke Shop. We're going to have a great show for you this hour. Yes, we are. We got none other than Garrison Deal, host of SMCC show, as well as broadcaster for the Toledo Rockets. He's going to be joining us in the show. And also... We have Dan Evans, yes, the one and only Dan Evans, former general manager of the Dodgers, now consultant for Major League Baseball. We're going to be talking about NFL football, week nine, with the Cowboys and Giants. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to be getting around to the Lions and Matt Patricia and 
what are the fans calling for. We're also going to be talking a little bit about highlights and scores around of the NBA. So sit back, relax, don't change that station. The Scoop Talk Show will be right back. Hello everyone, Sean Harris here, host of the Scoop Talk Show. Have you ever wondered about going to the store or something like that and you just not quite satisfied with what they have in the grocery stores or bakeries to satisfy that sweet tooth of yours? Well, I have the answer. Yes. OMG Sweets. Yes. OMG Sweets will provide everything you need for that sweet tooth of yours from anywhere from cakes to pies to different types of pastries to cupcakes, even handmade candy. Baked fresh and ready to order for your enjoyment. Yes, OMG Sweets provides everything you need to sweeten that sweet tooth of yours. You can find her on her Facebook page and also on Instagram at OMG Sweets. And also, did I forget to mention something? She also does personal catering to provide you with everything you need for a certain occasion of yours that you may have coming up or you're planning months ahead. Yes, OMG Sweets. You can contact her once again on her Instagram page and her Facebook page at OMG Sweets. That's O E M G E Sweets. OMG Sweets. Oh, what a heavenly treat. Place your order today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Yeah, let's jump off into some NFL. Man, man, man. Ooh, how about them Cowboys? Yes. The Dallas Cowboys defeated the New York Giants on Monday night by the score 37-18 over the New York Giants. Now, everybody is talking about the big turnaround in the game with this alleged big black cat that ran across MetLife Stadium on Monday night and cursing the New York Giants. Now, let me tell y'all something out there. You know what cursed the New York Giants? That style of play, they stink this season. You bench Eli Manning. You put Daniel Jones in to replace him. Not saying nothing bad against Daniel Jones, but he's... He's going to make some mistakes along the way, and it's no fault of his, you know. He's a young pup in the league. And the Giants just been horrible this season. Horrible. The only shyness moment that they had was Saquon Barkley. That's the only shining moment that they had all season long thus far going on for them. The offensive line cannot stop the pass rush. They defense give up too much yards. Can't get to nobody themselves. And the Dallas Cowboys in the second half just had their way with them. Now from what I understand, the, the uh, New York Giants was up when that cat came on the field. But everybody want to blame the cat. Everybody want to blame the cat. No, 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 no. Come on, y'all. The Giants suck. They suck. Even Stephen A. cannot disagree with that. And he loves the New York Giants. Yes, he do. 
Dallas outplayed the Giants in the second half. They did. Outscoring them 24-6. So, Dak Prescott, marvelous day. 22 of 35, 257 on the yardage, three TDs with a passer rating of 101.7. Couldn't ask more for a better person than that, but at the same time, too, he's trying to show Jerry Jones that he is worth $30 million, $40 million. So Ezekiel Elliott with the run game, 23 carries, 139 yards. But did y'all see that catch by Galoop? Oh, my God. Not only he caught the ball, but he leaped over the defender to get into the end zone. Oh, my goodness. And then Amari Cooper. It was Amari Cooper showed in after that. He got a TD in there. So the, the Dallas Cowboys outplayed the New York Giants, a team that they were supposed to beat anyway, pushing them down to 2-7. and seven, and, the, and, the, and the Dallas Cowboys are now 5-3. and three trying to keep ahead of Philly for that number one spot in the division. Now, don't get me wrong, Philly is playing pretty good ball. They're five and four. Only percentage points behind Dallas. Or taking a full game behind Dallas. Either or, it adds up, people, it adds up. But Dallas right now at this particular point, in midway of the season, cannot falter. They not they cannot afford to lose crucial games to teams that they know that they can beat because the Phillies are uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are right there. They're right there, nipping at the Cowboys' heels. So Dallas got to continue on playing the way they played on Monday night, led by. Dak Prescott, because once Dak, uh, Dak Prescott get it rolling, then that opens open up the offense for a whole lot of other things. So the Dallas Cowboys defeated the New York Giants 37-18 on Monday night. Now, Sunday, the Lions and the Raiders. What was that, people? Last play of the game, John Gruden ain't been in the game, ain't been in the game for about 10 years or so. Gave the Lions a gift by calling that timeout. Now, I'm not saying that the that the play that was ran by the Lions on that last possession was a bad one. I'm just saying that they didn't execute it right. And they end up losing the game to the Raiders, 31-24. to A game that they so desperately needed to win because they could have gained ground in the division because everybody on Sunday lost. The Packers lost. The Vikings lost. The Bears lost. So now the Detroit Lions has fallen to a record of 3-4-1. But even though they're slightly better than Chicago right now, who Trubisky and the gang is playing real poor, but still at the same time, come on, Patricia, 
these plays got to be executed in the manner they're supposed to be executed. This is the reason why Bob Quinn had got you over there in the first place. Because you was a defensive-minded guru up under New England. But this is your second year. We know that. And you're not showing the Lions fans anything that they can be proud of with this team. They can't pass rush nobody. They have no running game on offense. You're running your quarterback into the ground in Matthew Stafford. Your middle linebackers are slow. But this is what the Lions are getting. They didn't even pull the trigger at the trade deadline, for Christ's sake. Didn't get nobody at the trade deadline last week. So my question is, for some of you Lions fans out there that's listening to me right now, do you think it's time for Matt Patricia to be replaced? Go to the show's website, facebook.com, forward slash Scoop Talk Show. Leave a comment there. Twitter me. Go to the Twitter page. Follow, like, share the Twitter page. At YJ Media. KZOO. That's YJ Media. Capital letters. Capital K, small A, capital Z, small double O. YJ Media KZOO. Go there. Follow. Like the page. Leave a comment about this question. Go to the show's Instagram page. The Scoop Talk Show. You can leave your comments there. Let me know how y'all feel about Matt Patricia, you lying fans out there. Is it time for him to go after his second season? Because clearly, in my opinion, he's not getting it done. You should have left Caldwell there as head coach. At least Caldwell gave you nine games every year. On the cusp of making the playoffs, they just couldn't get past the Packers. So, get at me with that. Let me know what you think of that. You're listening to the Scoop Talk Show right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network. We'll be right back. Someone else but not for me Our love was out to get me That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams Then I saw her face Hey, Kalamazoo, did you know there's a new smoke shop in town? Hey, I didn't either. But guess what it is? It's called Stay Glassy Smoke Shop. Located by Western Michigan University campus, Stay Glassy has everything that you need to provide you with your smoking needs. 
They have hookahs, vapes, glass pipes, CBDs, grinders, and e-liquids. Also, Stay Glassy has the best prices on their glass pipes, CBDs, and much, much more. They have a huge e-liquid sale while supplies last. Stay Glassy. You can follow them on their social media page for weekly deals at Facebook at Stay Glassy KZoo and also on Instagram at Stay Glassy KZoo. Stay Glassy Smoke Shop, located at 3645 West Michigan Avenue, Kalamazoo, Michigan, 49006. Go see Guri and the guys today. Everyone and welcome back. This segment of the show is brought to you by Residence Inn, Kalamazoo, Marriott. This gentleman that I'm about to introduce to you guys is a very dear special friend of mine. I've been knowing him for quite some time. He got his racing major league level at a very young age. Former GM of the LA Dodgers. Now consultant for a lot of many big league. Uh, teams around the league. He also is working on the Field of Dreams project. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Mr. Dan Evans. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Sean, I'm doing well. Good to hear from you. How you been? All right, all right. Yeah, man, I'm glad to have you on the show. It's been a long time and to make it a long time coming, but we're doing it. We talked about it the last time we spoke. At the winter meetings that we both attend down in Nashville at that time. And man, I, I am just so thrilled to have you on the show. Well, terrific. I'm happy to be a part of it. And Sean, congratulations on having a really, you know, great new uh, show for yourself. I'm really happy for you. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, like I said, last time we talked about it, you know, it was in the upstart. Well, and, and here we are seven years later. And now you've crossed the finish line, and now you're doing some good things. So I'm really happy to chat with you. That's great. Right. Thank you, man. Thank you. I mean, I mean, coming from you, man, that means a lot. That means a lot because you know it's 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 you know people in the industry like yourself that I learned from, I've talked with, spoken to, got pointers and tips from. Sometimes it may not have been good, but hey, critique is what you need to keep yourself sustainable in what you're doing, because you got to know your flaws, right? Well, I think one of the great things about our sports, Sean, you know, you play every day, so as a result, your accountability is at, is at really an all-time high in our sport. You just don't, um, you know, you just don't get to have too much downtime, and I think someone like yourself who's worked real hard to get to the point where you're at, I just think, you know, the reward is that you get to do some things that, you dreamt about. And I think for anyone in the sport, one of the cool things is that, you know, at one point you weren't in the sport and you had a dream to be a part of it and somehow got a break. Everybody gets it in different ways. And look at you now, you're doing really well and you've got your own gig. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, I appreciate that, Dan. I, man, I appreciate that so much. You know, 
uh, uh, coming from you, you know, that means a lot. And, you know, I, I pride myself off of, you know, being the best I can be in the industry, trying to bring the best to my listed audiences, you know, because like I tell them all the time, I don't bring interesting guests, I bring interesting people. And when I, when, when I mean by that, that's who you are to me. You are a very interesting person, and I'm glad to got a chance to know you personally as well as professionally, my brother. Well, Sean, that's very kind. I appreciate the kind words. I would like my listening audience to want to know about you, Dan, is, you know, how how did you, uh, you know, work your way in the ranks of what you was doing in baseball for the major league level? Sean, I was really lucky. I started as an intern at DePaul University um, when I was a junior in college. I started um, with the White Sox, ended up working 19 years in their baseball operations department, elevated to the director of baseball operations towards the last few years. I was the assistant GM when I was like 26 years old, and it was uh, it was a great experience. I'm really lucky I got a chance to work in my hometown for the White Sox. Then I worked for the Cubs for a brief time. Then I went to the Dodgers for about four years, which was an amazing experience. Moved on to the Mariners. I was an agent for about five years. And then I worked for the Blue Jays for seven. And now I'm doing some consulting for teams. And I'm also leading the efforts for the Field of Dreams movie site as we move into a new era. We're going to have a ball game there in August of 2020. And uh, we're going to build a softball-baseball complex on the site. So it's it's been a really fun career, very rewarding. And I'm, I'm lucky I had great mentors early in my career that, you know, rewarded me with a lot of information and guidance. And luckily I listened a lot and learned. And as a result, I was able to do some really fun things over the course of my career. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, you have, because I know, like I said, we uh, uh, spoke on pre uh, several occasions at the winter meetings and, and discussed a lot of things at the winter meetings. And, and I'm telling you people, y'all listening out there, this is a baseball mind y'all listening to right here, uh, Mr. Dan Evans, former GM of the L.A. Dodgers. And we're talking to him right now, right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network, uh, the Scoop Talk Show right here. Um, yeah, Dan, uh, getting back to you, um, how was it, you know, working with Mr. Fred Clare uh, with the Dodgers organization? Well, I didn't really work with Fred, um, Sean. He, he uh, was there before I was and left um, before I joined the team, but we're really good friends. We share a common bond. We're one of the few general managers in Dodger history. I think there's 10 of them. And um, Fred is one of the finest people I've ever met. We uh, we lived very near each other in Los Angeles, and Fred has uh, become an even better friend now that we're both former general managers because we don't have any of the political stuff going on where we, you know, you interact a little differently when you're in the role. But he's uh, he's beat cancer. He's done some really great things in the Los Angeles com uh, community and. I tell you what, you know, he's the last GM 
for the Dodgers to win a World Series. That was 1988. Yes. And yes. Uh, I, think, I think the Dodgers would like to end that streak sometime soon. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, um, I mean, with the two back-to-back -back World Series appearances that they had in, in these last few years, you know, um, I, I, I had my mind set on a Yankee-Dodgers series this year, but unfortunately both of those teams got knocked out. Um, so we never got a chance to see the Dodgers make a third trip to the World Series, but they're building in the right direction. They they are definitely. Oh, they're a terrific club, yeah. Sean. I mean, they've won their division seven years in a row, and when you do that in today's game, I think only two teams in the wild card era have matched or bettered that. And that's you know, it, when you get into the postseason, it's a crapshoot. There's ten teams. You never know how it's going to work out. I mean, the Nationals were a wild card team. Just you know, it happens so frequently that the best team doesn't always win. It's the best team for the month of October, and I think it's the one sport that um, there's the most uncertainty about the World Series, and I think that's why so many teams have been World Series participants, and the fact that there hasn't been a repeat winner in the World Series in over 20 years. Yes, yes, yes. And for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to me, Host of the Scoop Talk Show, Sean Harris, sitting down with me via phone is none other than baseball great, former GM of the L.A. Dodgers, Mr. Dan Evans. And we're basically talking about, you know, what was happening in the world of baseball during the time he was the general manager of both clubs and his, his travels into throughout the league to get to where he is today. Uh, this is very informational for those of you young people out there that are going to take up uh, these type of courses and get into this type of things that Mr. Evans has been doing for throughout his whole life. Um, by the way, uh, me and him are fellow uh, uh, SMWW alums, so I'm, I'm proud to say that, sports management worldwide. Um, you can definitely go online and take some of these courses and uh, consult with Dan Evans and consult with Ari Kaplan of Analytics of Baseball, which is the new thing of today. And you guys can get on your way to doing what Mr. D Mr. Evans has been doing all his career. Well, and Sean, what we try to do is we just try to give everybody a platform and a better foundation as they, as they try to jump into the game. We've been very lucky. There's about 75 people working in the game now that are graduates of the sports management worldwide group and, and I'll tell you what it's been really special and if anyone goes online and has interest in being uh, a member and, and being you know being a participant in one of the classes if you use the code Evans fifty five zero you'll save a little money in your car in your course also. Yes, yes you will, yes you will. Uh, and for those of you who have uh, graduated from sports management worldwide like I've have and, and you're a fellow alum like, just like myself, and you want to go back to take some of these courses, uh, there is a discount for you as well also as being a fellow alum. So keep that in mind uh, for those of you out there who already graduated from sports management worldwide. Getting back with you, Dan, um, so basically in your position now as being a scout, how do you go about assessing the teams, what, they, what the team need during the offseason so that they can get better uh, for the next season? Well, when when I was a scout with the, with different clubs and you know, when I was at positions with different teams, the, the important thing is, you know, until, uh, until teams are eliminated from the postseason or if they don't get in at all, they really don't start working on their following year's plans until they're 
they're out. Well, you know, if you're not in the postseason, 20 of those clubs get an extra month and a half to really work on those things. So one of the things you do is just follow reports. You talk to people with their club. Um, you follow Twitter accounts, and you just try to find out what teams think that their needs are for 2020. And one of the things you can't do, Sean, is you can't make those decisions yourself because if you're going to be dealing with them, you've got to let them tell you. You know, you may have an opinion about what they need, but it might be very different than theirs, and it can be insulting, a little disconcerting, and can actually hurt the negotiations if you tell them what they're looking for. You need them to identify their situation, and then you just keep a chart or a notebook of some kind that um, follows the team and really, you know, consistently analyzes the club. And I've always used a, a spreadsheet. I use a Google Doc that um, I just go up and down and I can see needs and I can see desires and people that they've talked about with different teams that I've been with. And when you do that, you know, you can frequently figure out a way to make things work in a trade on the fly instead of having to make a subsequent call. One of the things I've learned in my career is as soon as you get off a call, it lessens the ability to get something done. So I always like to do things from a you know, continuation standpoint to keep the conversation going. And Sean, one of the challenges this time of the year is the first month of the off season, teams are trying to get rid of bad contracts. They're trying to trade players who haven't been as productive as they would have liked them to be. And, and as a result, many of your conversations this time of the year are with agents trying to figure out whether or not there's legitimate player interest in playing for your club and whether or not there's a fit with another club to move some salary or to obtain a player who's making some money that does fit your team. And it's actually a very important part of the offseason for teams because you can make some really good trades this time of the year, when I was with the Blue Jays, we acquired Josh Donaldson this time of the year. We acquired him before Thanksgiving, and you know, subsequently he won a Most Valuable Player Award and contended for a couple others. So I think it's a it's a very productive time of the season if, A, you're prepared, and B, ready to move. Yes, yes. And, and, and as you was just uh, elaborating that to my listening audiences and myself, um, you know, I got to thinking about, man, you know, that it's a whole lot, like you said, the first month after the teams are officially eliminated or, or not even in playoff contention at all. That first month is a very crucial month. Yeah, and you know what it is, Sean, that teams are trying to shed payroll so they have more options in the player market, so they can do more things, make trades, perhaps sign a free agent or two or three. So what they try to do is take their dead money this time of the year, players who just haven't been very productive for some reason, you know, whether it's a fit, whether it's an injury, whether it's a lack of performance, who knows? You know, it could be a variety of things. And they shop those players somewhat, and they'll say, like, hey, Sean, we know you're looking for pitching. We have so-and-so available. He's got two more years in his contract at $12 million a year. Would you have any interest? And if you come back and you say no, you've got to give them a reason why. Sometimes it's salary, and if it's salary, many times the club will say, well, we'll buy down some of that salary if they have to, if we've got to pay 
some of the salary to make the player more attractive will do it. So this is the time of the offseason that you can make some critical decisions to improve your club, but also if you're a team shedding money, it's a time of the year where you can move players to get rid of payroll, to get rid of unproductive uh, players, and also pick up some prospects in return. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, because, you know, um, you're exactly right with that because every time you turn around and look up Baseball Network, ESPN, Fox Sports 1, you know, during this time of year going forward into the new year, you know, you look up and you turn around and you hear all these different uh, decisions making by players or teams are going over here, players are going over there, teams are working this out. It's like almost every every other second of the day from now on until the new baseball season, there's going to be a lot of talks about where players are going, if players are staying, the players are leaving, how much, you know, they're going to be worth. Yeah, the whole nine. The whole nine. You're exactly right. The whole nine. Yeah, and one of the challenges this time of the year, Sean, is a lot of the players that you're trying to move, you really don't want that out because if you aren't able to trade the player, you don't want the player to come, come to camp in February realizing that he never fit. So it's one of those things that you're, really quiet about it. You try to stay below the radar, but it's inevitable that things get out. And when they do, there's some damage control many times because the player didn't anticipate his name coming up. And if he comes up and the other teams don't want him, it's even more unproductive that it comes out because then he realizes not only does he have no value in the open market, but he's been perceived by his own team, his current club, to have less value than his contract, and you know that's a uh, that's a very difficult position for a player to be in from an interpersonal standpoint. Yes, yes, you know um, you're exactly right about that. And you know I, I kind of uh, was watching uh, a couple of weeks back, and uh, I, I remember uh, meeting Joe at the winter meetings when we was all there. And uh, I'm glad to see Joe has now got a new job as manager of the LA Angels. Yeah, Madden's going to do a great job yeah. there. I think he did a terrific job with the Cubs. I, I just don't think they surrounded him with enough good players his last couple of seasons. Now he's going to his former organization, whom he worked for for 25 or more years with the Angels, and I think it'll be a, a really good fit for him. I think, you know, the Angels are disappointed. They they haven't performed at the level that they anticipated the last four or five years, and as a result, I think now they're in a situation where they're probably going to make some bold moves. They have some openings. Um, they've had some real difficult things occur to their franchise in the last couple of years. And I think now with a new manager and a fresh start, they'll probably do some really bold things in the offseason. Yes, yes, indeed, because, you know, with a superstar like Mike Trout, um, you know, been there for quite some time, and then you got Albert Pujols, you know, uh, his career is coming to an end in probably about another year or so. You know, the Angels needed that extra push to try to get them, you know, to the next level to try to make the playoffs, at least, you know, win the division for once during the tenure, you know, with these two guys being together. Um, and now with Joe being there, maybe that can happen now. Yeah, and Sean, you know what? You don't want a generational talent like Trout to um, to continue to watch TV in October. I mean, he is a massive talent. I think he's the best player of his generation, and he's getting paid a ton of money. And you really hate to take his most productive time of his career 
and not try to ride that somewhat into a postseason run. They just haven't been able to do it in Los Angeles. They've, um, they really just haven't had as competitive a team as they wanted. Now they've got a team in their division in Houston that's a superlative club. So the Angels have to do a lot to get themselves relevant for a playoff run again. And I think Madden is the first of many moves that they'll probably contemplate during the offseason. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. None other than the best of the best that I know of in this industry, Dan Evans. You know, he, he talking the truth to everyone here. And, 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 and like I said, I've been knowing this man for quite some time. And, you know, hey, he knows he's, he's one of the best in the biz. So, Dan, thank you so much for taking your time out to join us here on the Scoop Talk Show right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network. And hopefully, my friend, we can get together again and do this again during the regular season when you get a, get a chance to get some time in. And uh, hopefully, I can get, um, excuse me, hopefully I can come out there and hang with you guys again at the winter meetings, like I always do. Awesome. Well, that would be great. It's always good talking to you, Sean. And, you know, baseball's one of the cool sports because, you, you know, you talk about it so much in the off season. Um, it's not just a seasonal sport. And... I'd love to chat with you again next next year when we're going through the season. Just ring me up, go get it, and let's let's do it again. All right, there it is. Dan Evans, former GM LA Dodgers. You have a good afternoon, my friend, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a bunch, Sean. You're listening to the Scoop Talk Show right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network. We'll be right back. everyone and welcome back this segment of the show is brought to you by omg sweets yes omg sweets has everything to provide for you to sweeten that sweet tooth of yours she has cakes pies cookies and all different type of pastries cupcakes you name it she got it to follow her or to purchase these these tasty treats that she has all you have to do is go to her facebook page at omg sweets or you can go to her instagram page also at omg sweets that's 
O-double-H-E-double-M-G-double-E, Sweets. OMG Sweets, oh, what a heavenly treat. For those of you who are just tuning in to the show, hey, what can I say? Y'all going to hear a great interview right here, in case you missed the first one. This is a young man right here that I've been knowing for quite some time. We go back to our radio days. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, our radio days. When I used to work for WKZO and 1660 The Fan, and he was a young up-and-coming broadcaster for WMU Athletics, the, particularly the basketball team, and together we had magic, people. We had magic. We did quite a few nice games together over that time span, and, and uh, i just like to say I'm just thrilled to have him on the show. I'm glad to call him my colleague. And my friend, ladies and gentlemen, Garrison Deal. Sean, what an outstanding introduction, man. Thanks oh. so much for having me on. Oh, yeah, man. Um, you know, this day had to come, brother. This day had to come to where I could get you on the show. And, you know, the crazy part about this, I remember uh, 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 me and Joe uh, uh, was, was talking about Joseph Roberts. And, oh, yeah, Joe Roberts. And, and, and we talked about, you know, putting a show like this together. And we wanted to add you on to the piece. And oh, my gosh. We got turned down. Uh, 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 Jay Morris, director, turned us down. No, nope, not a good idea. So, <laughs> Joseph decided to go do what he's doing, being the PR guy and broadcast announcer for the K-Wings, and I collaborated with him for a little while with that, and, and Sam, remember Sam? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Sam, yeah, Sam was, was there, me, Sam, and him with the K-Wings. Uh, it was my second go-around with them, but, yay, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't driving the Zamboni. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? It, oh, yeah, you know, it's actually a, it's a funny story. So, Joe Roberts and I met... Um, Basically, I, I lived at Campus Court at Knollwood. That's, that's when I went to Western. I lived there, and I, and I worked there. And I had this neighbor who became one of my friends. His name's Adam Burston. And Adam, you know, when we first met, he asked me what I was studying. And, and then I said, well, you know, I'm going into broadcasting. And uh, he said, really? Well, my friend Joey Roberts does Western Michigan basketball. You, you should meet him. And I was like, no way. So then, you know. Adam had a party one night, and Joe came over, and we headed off. And then, you know, long behold, you know, he got that job with the K-Wings, and he moved up. And then, you know, Robin Hook called me and said, Garrison, you want to do Western Michigan basketball? And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then, you know, you and I got to work together for about two and a half years there. Yeah. And, man, we, we had some fun. We had some really good broadcasts. Yeah, yeah I mean, I really mean, good basketball. I mean, you know, um, the ratings was through the roof when we all worked together, me, you, and Joseph, with 1660 and WKZO. And, uh, we had fun. Yeah, we had, we had a ball. We had a blast. And, man, you know, just looking back on those days, it's like it was magic. It was magic between the three of us. It was magic. Uh, sometimes yeah. I would have to throw Jim McKinney in there, too. You know, Jim, Jim was, he, he did his thing, too, with it. A better, a better team, you know, 
uh, everyone I worked with um, when I was at Western uh, through WKZO, I was in sixteen sixty. I was extremely impressed with you guys are top notch professional. But I mean, you guys were fun to work with too. You know, I, I know we had some good conversations, and um, you know, but that's that's what sports is all about. You know, it's supposed to be laid back. It's supposed to be fun, and um, that's what we're doing right now. You know, yeah. I'm having fun talking to you again. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Because now time has moved on. We're making so crazy about it. Time has moved on. Joseph now does uh, broadcasting for the Utica Comets in hockey. Yep. You doing your thing in Toledo. And I host my own radio show. Ain't that a blip? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. But you knew it was it was bound to happen. You know, we we all um, you know came up together, and and we're still we're still going strong. And and I think that that just tells a little bit about the perseverance. You know, the industry. You know, it, it's easy to to get, to give up on dreams, and it's easy to to pursue other things. Which don't get me wrong, I, I am pursuing other things outside broadcasting. But I mean. Everyone has that dream. you got to keep it alive. So I, that's why I'm still involved in it. And I'm very happy to hear that you got this show now. And I'm uh, very honored to be on it with you. It's a pleasure in its own right. You know, return back to you. I don't bring interesting guests. Never, never do that. I tell my audience I bring interesting people, brother. And you are another interesting person that I was so fascinated with professionally-wise to see what you do, listen to you operate, and just watch you. You know, I've seen your videos on social media. I've, I've, I've heard some of your games, uh, watched some of those games that you covered. And, man, you know, such great professionalism, you know. And my question i got to ask you with that is that outside of uh, uh, Robin, who else is, is uh, you know, put the fire in you to want to do this? Well, Sean, first of all, thank you so much for, for the kind words, man. And, um, you know, it, it takes a team, you know, just like you are my colleague and you, you're my friend now. I appreciate everything you did for me um, and continue to do. So um, thank you. But really how, how it sparked for me was uh, it started when I was about eight years old. And those who know me extremely well um, who will be listening to this interview uh, know the story. But when I, was, when I was younger, I went to a Pistons game. And after the Piston uh, game, it was against the uh, Sacramento Kings, and the Pistons lost by a point. I'll never forget it. It was a great game. But I was I was young, and, and uh, I walked down to the court, and it was right about the time, you know, when I first started watching basketball on TV. And and I, I get up to the, uh, you know, down low where uh, the press row is. Right. And this, kind, and this kind gentleman turns around, and he says, well, hey there. And... That gentleman was George Blaha. Yes. And, and George, um, you know, was so kind and, and so down to earth. And, and he said, is this your first game? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, what do you want to do someday? Um, you know, and I, and I said, because I, I, I recognized his voice right away. And my mom said, that's, that's the guy you watch on TV. And he said, well, what do you want to do someday when you grow up? And I, and I said, I want to do what you do. And he, I kid you not took a piece of paper, and he, well, first of all, he let me go on the court and take a picture, because that's why I went down there. I wanted to go on the court. Right. Um, I never thought I never thought in a million years I'd get to meet him, you know, uh, the guy I watch on TV. And, and, but he took the piece of paper and a pen, and, and he wrote down, he said, you know, this is my phone number. When you're in high school someday, if you still want to do this, you call me, 
Yes, yes. For those of you who are just tuning in, and this segment of the show is brought to you by OG, OMG Sweets. OMG Sweets has a lot of varieties of pastries to sweeten that sweet tooth of yours. You can find her on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook at OMG Sweets. That's O-H-H-E-M-M-G-E-E Sweets. OMG Sweets. Oh, what a heavenly treat. We're sitting down via phone, talking to my very special guest and dear friend, Garrison Deal, host and broadcaster of the Toledo Rockets. So, if you guys missed this first portion of it, you can catch this portion of the segment, as well as the complete show of this interview, in its entirely, of the, on the show's YouTube page, the Scoop Talk Show, up on the Scoop Interviews, Garrison Deal. Coming out soon. So if in the meantime, in between time, take a seat, put your feet up, and listen to a great interview. Now, getting back to you, Garrison, my friend. Yes, you're, now, you're now doing your thing with the Toledo Rockets. And yes, sir. How's that, how, how, how's that working out for you, my friend? Is it, is it something you was a little different from Western? tell you what, man, it's it, it, it's different because, you know, I, I bleed brown and gold, and uh, I'm very excited for the game. Huge matchup in the MAC West for the division. I, I uh, you know, I, I grew up in Monroe, Michigan, which is 20 minutes north of Toledo, and I was actually born in Toledo, Ohio, so I've always had the roots to Toledo, and um, I've always, you know, cheered for the Rockets when they weren't playing the Broncos, of course. Um but but for me, um, you know, these days I'm um, I'm doing a little bit of everything. Um, 
Uh, I'm working down there. I just got done with soccer and uh, basketball just started this week. Right. So I'll be doing uh, some announcing and some hosting for both men and women, uh, Rocket Athletics. So I'm very excited for that. And um, aside from that, I host a, a talk show in town for local high school, SMCC. I saw um, that. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's fun. It's called SMCC this week. And, uh, you know, we, we have people on, like, um, former Miss America, Kaylani Rasko Wilson, uh, was nice enough to come on. Um, and, 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 uh, we got Bryce Windham, who was on the show a couple weeks ago with, uh, Danny Rogers. Um, and Bryce plays for the Chicago Cubs now. He's a former, um, SMCC athlete. And, um, but, but I also work, uh, in financial services. So, uh, I work for Huntington Bank as a relationship advisor and, and I'm having a lot of fun doing that and, and really, um, and that's in Toledo, two minutes from the university. So I'm, uh, just, man, catching up with, uh, you know, being married, uh, to love my life two, two months ago and, you know, we're, we're enjoying our home and we got a, a small German shepherd and we're just, uh, you know, taking it all in and, it's, it's been a crazy year, Sean, yeah. honestly. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I said congratulations to you and your, and your lovely wife uh, uh, when I saw uh, the, the photo on, on your social media site that you got married. And, and I sent the warm congratulations to you guys. And, you know, continue, oh, yeah, you. continue to wedding bliss, man. I mean, you know, you know, that's what it's all about, the love of your life, you know, living as one, you know, and just being a team. You know, making life what yeah. it is. For you, because nobody don't know what you go through or live your life the way you two know it. Yeah, and, and she, I mean, she's my rock. And I tell you what, she was a hell of an athlete in high school, too. Um, I swear she can throw a ball harder than me. Oh. And, you know, so, so we're going to have some athletes someday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I would, have to, I would have to play softball with her. Oh, man, she was all state. She's, she's outstanding. Um, she was playing um, um, uh, beyond collegiately. She was playing some uh, minor league and traveling um, the states, playing Cincinnati, Florida, all kinds of tournaments. So, no, it's been fun, man. And she's a huge supporter of everything I do. And um, you know that that's the biggest thing. You know, having somebody who um, supports your busy lifestyle. You know, my friends tease me all the time. It's like, what are you doing now? And it's like, well. You know, for me, and I'm sure you can relate because you're busy all the time too. That's that's what keeps us happy. That's what we like. We like to be busy. We like to be involved. And um, what better way than being able to broadcast and and you know talk with people like you know like you and catch up with you and it's just what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And you're absolutely right about that because when you when you love what you do, it's not considered work at all. You know, and my dad always told me that. Exactly. You know, it's, it's a, it's a yep. fulfillment of enjoyment that is a part of your life as long as you can sustain it. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. So, with that being said, you know, hey, it is what it is. And like I said, you know, congratulations once again to you and your lovely wife of, of getting married a few months ago. And may it long lasting for you guys. I hope to. Oh, yeah. I hope to one day get a chance to come down there uh, 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 to meet her, or y'all come up here and, and to Ka Kalamazoo when you come back to Western and to be able to meet, oh, yeah. meet her, you know, and meet the little German Shepherd. So 
<laughs> so yeah. She's, she's a sweet dog, man. Well, yeah, you're welcome it, here anytime, and, and we come to Kalamazoo uh, when we can. And, uh, yeah, I know that she would love to, to meet you, and she's uh, looking forward to listening to this tomorrow, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we go, we, like I said, we're doing it up. We're doing it up because I love to entertain the audience of, of my listeners and give them something to keep listening to, keep it informative, keep it inspirational, with the, with the telling stories like yourself. Keep it interesting with the interesting people that comes on the show like yourself. And, you know, make it humorous, you know. So let everybody know. Everybody in this business ain't serious all the time. We do laugh a little bit. You know what I mean? You have to, man. <laughs> yeah. Especially, yeah, mean, we do. Because like I'm I, learning. Yeah, because like I tell people all the time, on my show, I bring the scoop, the whole scoop, and nothing but the scoop. So. Amen, man. You know, it, 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 it's in full detail, full bloom mode, and, you know, that's how I like the rocket. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the self-guru man himself, Garrison Deal, host of the SMCC show, as well as broadcaster for the Toledo Rockets. You can catch him on all his social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also you can listen to it on the stations out there in Toledo, Ohio, or whatever you streamline the Toledo Rockets Athletics Sports. Thank you so much, Garrison. Thanks, Sean. We'll be in touch, man. Go Broncos. All right. And Rockets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have a good one now. You too. Take care, Sean. Yep. You're listening to the Scoop Talk Show right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network. We'll be right That's all the time I have. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Scoop Talk Show right here on Yellow Jacket Media Network with your host, Sean Harris. I would like to thank my special guest, Dan Evans, and I also would like to thank Garrison Deal for 
coming on to the show and talking with me today. And I would like to thank you, the listener, because without you, this show would not be possible. I'm out of here like the breeze through the trees, and when I'm gone, I'm taking all the leads. Peace, take care, see you next time.